Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 463. This is your guide to the geek side, and I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, from beautiful Savage, Minnesota, having a great afternoon, loving life, and I am joined by a good friend of Secret Friends Unite, who uh, we podcasted many times before, and he's here to help us in our, the long absence because Charlie is lost at sea with Trekkers. Uh, we'll see who survives and who gets eight. And that special guest is Mr. Chris from One Hour, One Decision. CJ, how you doing? I am doing all right, Todd. Thanks so much for having me on. I am excited to be on this show yet again, talking about everything geek. And uh, Yeah, let's let's do this. All right. Before we get into it, we want to thank our Patreons who make this possible. Chris is one of those Patreons. Um, and thank you, Chris, for your support of this show. Um, it doesn't necessarily guarantee you'll be on the show, but we do like the people that do support us. Um, and those people are our friends with benefits. John Sedorf, Phoenix Sisters Cosplay, Brandon Myers, Corey and HD, and Matthew Keel. Joined by the BFFs, Sean Stella and Henry Nias, and Missy Merchant. Once again... Um, Patreons get no ads in their podcast, which is fantastic. And also, we are now on YouTube podcasts, which is a thing. Google Podcasts died, so YouTube Podcasts could exist. We've added our shows there, so check them out. Essentially, you just get, you're on YouTube, and you just get a picture of our logo and our wonderful voices versus if you don't want to do it on, if you don't want to see our wonderful faces from video. So check it out and enjoy the show, and look forward to more Patreon coming content coming to you very shortly. But with that, we got to get into the meat of the show, Chris. Are you ready for We Got This Covered? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so February 1951 graced us with Batman number 63. Uh, you know, this, this comic... I, I typically we describe what it looks like and then we want reactions from it. So um, Batman, it's got uh, Batman swinging through this, the, the, the towers of Gotham Robins at the, the roof looking up and we see a weird looking villain with guns. Uh, I guess those are Lululemon pants that are striped shirtless. <laughs> Um, and that is the origin of the, this is issue contains the origin of the killer moth. There's also a killer moth symbol in the sky. So someone requested that he appear and he, uh, and basically it says read about the most bizarre criminal Batman and Robin have ever encountered in the origin of the killer moth. So Chris, yeah. What's your take on this cover? <laughs> this is quite, I, I mean, I'm, I'm also a bit flabbergasted that the killer moth has his own symptom. A signal that someone's calling him. <laughs> like this, that's uh, that's something. But uh, yeah, like this is that classic. Uh, what you said this is nineteen fifty one style cover. So you you it's simple, but like you you know you you see something's about to go down. Batman is ready to swing in into the killer moth. Looks like he's on a string too. So where is he swinging I, from? I, I, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it does look like there may be a string involved, which would just be really weird because, you know, 
<laughs> it's like it's, it's interesting. <laughs> where is he going because he can't go very far it's like i, I so, mean this is a this is a comic book they could have just let him have the wings and fly they, they, they almost wanted to make it practical in some way i'm like all right well i'll give you credit for that but yeah whatever. no one no one needed that um yeah. so this comic was 52 big pages and it actually had like i think I'm, I'm just reading here right now so these are the stories that within it so joker's mm-hmm. crime costumes was the first story um, we had, um, the case of the flying saucers was another story in this comic. Uh, we got the origin of the killer moth. Um, so essentially three stories, 52 pages each, um, which is kind of crazy back in the day. You got like three standalone adventures, which I yeah. guess made your money, money worth it. Um, and yeah, killer moth is quite the look, interesting looking dude. But the thing that stood out to me uh, I'll read the, the the synopsis for Joker's crime costumes. You like this? During a charity exhibition about Batman in Gotham City, the Joker becomes aware that a very important part of Batman's crime fighting career is the arsenal of bat suits, which allows him to conquer every kind of situation. Thus, the Joker decides to start a new crime spree with different costumes. As usual, the first crimes are successful until the scheme is discovered is ultimately captured by Batman. And I, the one thing I like is because antagonists. It says Joker, and then underneath that is Soupy. So did he have like an alternate <laughs> superhero named Soupy? <laughs> Soupy, not even S U P E uh, E Y or something. It's S O U, like like uh, like chicken noodle soup or something like that. So that's, that's, all right, <laughs> yes. yeah. So I mean, you know, old comics—they were simple. Um, yeah, you know, and you got a lot for your money for ten cents. What can yeah, you ask for? I guess so let's guess so. I'd be, I'd be curious if someone actually has this, like in. Sure oh, it's, it's probably on DC Universe Infinite. And that's one thing we do. We've done in the past is we'll have an episode mm. where we'll take the covers we've we it will randomly pick covers we've done before. Yeah. And then we have to read them and we actually have to get knowledgeable. So we, we kind of are only hurting ourselves when I when I randomly pick these, these <laughs> really bad covers. OK, well, sorry. Not sorry. Yeah, it's 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 the price I pay for the content people love, Chris. Yeah. So hopefully it made it put a smile on someone's face, and you know it, it allows people to maybe discover their next favorite comic book from years past. Um, but with that, Chris, it's now time for us to check in with our gal pal, our senior news correspondent. So without further delay, Madam Webb, take it away. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. Chris, I don't know if you knew about this, but Madam Webb had a movie that debuted last week. Um, apparently, she's deciding to maybe change her name. <laughs> <laughs> so she does not get associated with that film. So if you have any suggestions for new names for Madam Webb, please let us know because she's ready to go under witness protection. Oh, my goodness. And your your guy's review was was great, by the way. That was like, I was like, well, thank you. And very brave of you to actually go and watch it. In theater? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we oh, tried man. to find people that were willing. <laughs> no one put time aside that weekend to watch Madam Web. I wonder why. Oh, mm. man. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous. I, I wish I could have seen it in theaters and just heard the groans and moans or, or the lack of any emotion from the theater. The silence in the theater <laughs> when you realize there was just you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh, yes, yes. So, well, well, you know what? Maybe second time's a charm and she'll get a second chance, but you never know. <laughs> so let's get in. So let's get in the news this week. Uh, we have got a long awaited or maybe long 
uh, nervous reaction to the Borderlands trailer. The yeah. Borderlands movie uh, is based upon the Borderlands video game series that debuted. I want to say early. Was it was it, it was on the 360 PS3 era? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we're talking like early 2010s or late 2000s. Yeah, I, uh, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure, but there have been like literally four games. There's been a Telltale spinoff, um, merch everywhere now for all these main characters. Um, yeah, it, it's a series essentially set in a dystopian planet where people are looking for treasure in these vaults. So you get these vault tenders. It feels like a little bit of Mad Max with a little bit of uh, twisted metal thrown in. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the best description, I guess. Comedic, tongue-in-cheek. They've got characters like Mc Mr. McShooty Face Face or something like that, where you have to shoot him in the face. Uh, you've got mutants. You've got Tiny Tina, a crazy preteen teen who likes to explode things and run DM. You've got... Uh, just various different characters that are all, you know, I've got cool villains like handsome Jack, who's a little bit self-deprecating. Uh, so there we go. Well, this, th this, this film has been um, essentially licensed to be made by Eli Roth, which you may know from um, did hostile has done a lot of films, just did that Thanksgiving film. So typically horror, but he, you know, he, he loves to play with camp and, and joking as well. Um, and in the midst of the this, way. That oh, was, 2009. Uh, so, wow. Okay. So 15 years it's been around. Um, and, you know, I don't know if people largely outside of gaming know these characters, but they will now. Yeah, they sure will. Um, yeah, this didn't debut at the Super Bowl either, which maybe they just knew that wasn't worth the money spending <laughs> on that. Um, the interesting part is the cast. Yeah. Um, so Kate Blanchett, Oscar winner, <laughs> is playing Lilith. We also have Kevin Hart as Roland and Roland's a big dude. Kevin Hart yeah. is not uh, Jack black playing claptrap. Who's a comedic biped robot, I guess with one eye kind of looks like a minion. If it was a minion yeah. was a robot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis playing Halloween. And quite honestly, I don't remember who Halloween is to be honest. Hmm. Really? Maybe That's it's a new character. character. Oh no, no, no. Sorry. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was her credit in Halloween. Every little though, we have a character in Halloween. Who do you get? No, it's Tannis. Sorry, it's Tannis. Yeah, I'm sorry. like, I was like, oh, yeah, she looked kind of like Tannis, but yeah, <laughs> Tannis. Very good. Uh, Ariana Greenblatt. Trying to remember who she is. Uh, she oh, she was in Barbie. She was the daughter in Barbie. Oh, okay. um, she's playing Tiny Tiny Tina. Yeah, yeah. Florian Monteau, who is in Creed Two, is playing Krieg. Is that the the big is that the, the, the um the the, the nemesis the mutant yeah yeah he's oh the one okay with the, yeah okay he's okay got it okay got it mm -hmm. and then we have say. edgar ramirez uh as atlas atlas is another character correct one of the main selectable characters you play nice i believe <laughs> i mean i Maybe. you know it's been a while since it, i played the borderlands series basically. me too i i usually have fell, fallen off uh the borderlands recently i love two um i played the other ones so yeah i can't really speak to all the story beats and details but i would say that's not going to be a, a large ask for this movie series because quite honestly it's not a deep story it's very much tongue-in-cheek over-the-top violence uh, you know fart humor 
Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, Chris, understanding yeah. everything I've walked through, what do you think of the trailer? I think it looks like it'd be a fun time. Definitely like a uh, it's and it's coming out at the end of the summer. It definitely, definitely feels like a summer movie. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, it's, for some reason, I feel like this could be a surprisingly good movie. Like, I don't want to say as good as like as like Guardians in a way, but like I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to see because. It looks like there could be some something interesting here because at least from what I'm seeing, this might be kind of like the prequel to the first game because these are characters that uh, you don't. I don't believe you play in any of the like Lilith. <coughs> Lilith she's part is like, two, right? She's well. She's in part one. She's the one that oh, okay. like tells you. If I recall, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh yeah, that's she's right. the one that like tells you to like how to get into the ball and all that other stuff. But um, and then she becomes, you know, a bigger character throughout the game. And I yeah, they, I don't even think do they even talk about a uh, handsome Jack in this? Like, has they have they even cast a handsome Jack? So like, I don't think that. Let's see. I'm just looking at the the summary they give if they state if uh, anything about a um, villain. They don't. Um, and basically, Lilith is looking for her missing... No, she's looking... Oh, here it is. She's looking to find the missing... So this is the premise. Probably should read this. Lilith, an infamous outlaw with a mysterious past, reluctantly returns to her home planet of Pandora to find the missing daughter of the universe's most powerful SOB, Atlas. So isn't that... So that Jack? is... I don't think so. What? 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 Uh, I'm going to look it up at Atlas Borderlands. Let's see if that gives us an idea of Atlas guns tend to have a high damage, high frame rate. Uh, There's tales from Borderland two. Is he a character? Was he in that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about Atlas. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, We'll find out more, I guess, uh, you know, folks, along with the ride. Once again, the story of Borderlands <laughs> is never that memorable to me, um, yeah. but it is a fun ride while you're into it. Now, the interesting part is the type of movie this is. And I don't know if they have a rating yet. Oh, Hyperion, um, by the way, is Handsome Jack's uh, weapon uh, manufacturer. Manufacturer. Okay, got it, got it. And, and I, don't, I don't know if I see a rating. Mm. Um, it seems like this would be R-rated, but maybe not because yeah. they want more like teens in to see this especially when you talk about oh that is piss uh that's what's one of the quotes (laughs) of the movie Uh, maybe i don't know the the interesting part about this is though um deadpool versus or and wolverine is two weeks before this i think it's two weeks before this so is that too close to have two movies that are kind of dealing with like adult humor over the top goofiness is it too close? Should they have like said Borderlands just drop in like April or May when there's a movie not like this out? Man, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, my assumption is that most everyone would have gone and seen Deadpool Wolverine at that point. Too. Yeah. I mean, I get it. A month, a month, but like this is this is like one of the only things that Marvel is dropping this year. And yes, so I feel like there's going to be a, and, and of course it's Deadpool. So it's like, 
there's 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 that whole thing. There's a lot of implications into this movie as well. I know we're we're talking about something not entirely Borderlands, but but like maybe this kind of rides the wave of that Deadpool kind of like, hey, hey, you're already in the theaters. Why don't you come see us as well? Kind of come back in three weeks for more of the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so yeah, I mean it might be it might be that. And Eli Roth's not like a terrible director or anything like that. I think oh he, no. I think he do a good I think he might have fun with this too. So that's like I, mean, I feel like this could be could be a fun time to watch. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to check it out. I think that's one of the the one of the only reasons I feel like this could be decent is yeah. because of of Eli Roth. Um, and it is funny, um, Craig Mazin, who <laughs> wrote The Last of Us and Chernobyl fame, hmm. he was originally created as one of the the writers. And he really? fought to have his name removed from the project. <laughs> oh my gosh! Really? <laughs> that, you Yikes. normally don't hear about that, so that could be okay. You know, head scratcher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh well. Well, we'll see. You know, typically <laughs> August, there's not much out in the theaters, so yeah. I will probably see this anyways for a good laugh. Yeah. But you know, people did like Twisted Metal that series on you that know on I on, on Peacock, so. Maybe there's more there. Maybe this audience is just not finding a you know a, a place to watch, yeah. you know, comedic, goofy humor. So right, yeah, with some bullets, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that leads us into another trailer about a movie I knew nothing about. I just knew there was a movie with Bill Skarsgård, and it says he's buff. And the movie is called Boy Kills World. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. And then Sam Raimi is producing this. And it's got Fom K. Jansen, Charlton Copley from, uh, 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 was it uh, blanking on the movie? It was uh, District 9. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. So a lot of the other people I don't know. But what got me in this movie is mm-hmm. the fact that he says he's deaf and he didn't and have an internal voice and mute. Yeah. And so he selected one from a video, uh, an arcade game that he played, I guess, before he went deaf. And the voice is none other than Archer and Bob Bar- Bob's Burgers uh, voice. Um, uh, H. John Benjamin. Which I just like at that point, I'm like, I'm all in. I love his voice so much. I'm such a big fan. Yeah. And that's what we have. <laughs> And you got, you got at least at least 60 more minutes, 60 plus, or 90 minutes. I don't know how long the movie is supposed to be, but of H. John Benjamin, you know, serenading you about this entire movie. So good for him. Yeah. And it's essentially a revenge film about him uh, trying, you know, trying to avenge his sister. And um, I really do like Bill Skarsgård and I never yeah. anticipated him. I mean, he played Pennywise. Uh, I never anticipated him to be like an action star, which I think is such a yeah. really brave choice. I mean, like he could def. I mean, now you see him in this trailer. He, he definitely put in the, put in the work to get buff. So hmm, MCU next DCU next, who knows? He could. I mean, right. it's almost like too on the nose to say, could he play a version of the Joker in a new Batman oh. film? I mean, is that too on the nose? Yeah. A clown? He played a clown. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Let him do something different, you know? Yeah. But uh, I, mean, I mean, the Joker, we never really see Joker being this ripped. So maybe someone <laughs> like <laughs> a Joker who, yeah, he speaks with his fists, <laughs> not with his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> his punchlines. Get it? Yeah. Oh, come on. Don. 
thing. Oh, come on, Chris. You got kids. Right. You have to I tell do. goofy I jokes. Do. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you got. You have got to get some new ones. So there you go. Put it in your arsenal. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, and and this movie, it is kind of a goofy tone. It is. It feels kind of John Wick esque. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I don't know if you ever saw the movie Nobody. Um, yes. More, yeah. I feel was, like it's more. Well, I don't know. I don't think this, game, goofy, this movie's gonna be. Yeah, I don't yeah. think this movie's gonna take itself too seriously. Obviously, no. with H. John Benjamin doing most of the uh, like thought. Uh, voice acting here or whatnot you want to call it um a narration yeah there you go and um yeah i, I think it'd just be a fun time like like another one of those movies that you you just kind of turn off your brain and enjoy all the the action that that happens in it. i i feel like we need more of these movies there was another movie that just i yeah. don't know if it came out yet monkey man monkey man right yes yeah. like with the dev patel awesome. yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think john wick and then even uh judge Dredd. Had yeah. that feel oh, of yeah. taking like Asian cinema of these very stripped down, lean, driven character mm-hmm. that is, um, and they take the action serious. It's not like Stallone or or or, or those guys where it's goofy <laughs> over the top, and you know, yep. but these guys actually train for the part and do it. Yeah, yeah to your point, I and, I definitely love these. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the 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 uh, actors in this. One of the guys looks familiar. Looks familiar to me. I think he was in uh, the Thai film. Uh, oh my god! I'm gonna. No, it wasn't Thai. Was it? Uh, um, it was the cop movie uh, where it was very similar. The raid. The raid. The raid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was in that, and that's cool. So, like, if you see him in it, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm excited because that means the action is probably going to be halfway decent. He's he's like a legit kind of action star. Super excited. Yeah, Isaiah Mustafa, if you remember him, he's the really buff dude from the uh, the Old Spice commercials. He goes, oh, I'm a man nice. on a horse. Wow. He's in this too. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so nice. April 26th, perfect time too. It's right before the summer kicks off. Not a lot of big movies, and this could really, you know, speak to a lot of people that just want a really cool just – Cinema time, no brainer, and just enjoy the ride. Yeah, I'm here. Well, very, very cool. Well, our next one is not a trailer. The story is all about uh, what we're hearing is about is like all of these Game of Thrones spinoffs that are going to be coming out. Um, So we had uh, a couple that didn't go forward. We actually got some pictures of, um, I believe, some of the characters in it. They just took some pictures. So that one's not happening. It was a. Once again, it was supposed to be a prequel in a different era. Um, so we, we've had a House of Dragons, which you know kind of renewed people's faith in maybe Game of Thrones after the way Game of Thrones ended uh, kind of unceremoniously, <laughs> ran out of source material. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people weren't happy about it. Even the instant travel they developed later in seasons where previously it took them a whole season to get somewhere. And in the last season, it's like, ah, I took the bullet train. <laughs> the, the dragon train i don't know what they take <laughs> portals yeah. we have portals now maybe yeah. yeah well we are hearing about the latest spinoff uh called the hedge knight uh because a 2025 release date obviously on max um and it's going to be a spin-off series it's going to be called a knight of the seven kingdoms the hedge knight so this is actually based off completed uh stories by george r, r. martin so there is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> source material 
<laughs> it's not just a sketchbook, you know, with some words and say Game of Thrones. Right, right. right. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Uh, Mad Libs, George of uh, Game of Thrones, George. Yeah. Um, and it's essentially a story of uh, two characters, uh, Dunk and Egg. So uh, Dunk is the future Lord Commander of the Kingsguard, Sir Duncan the Tall. And Egg is the future King Aegon Targaryen which we already met in House of Dragons. So this is their early adventures before he came a walking corpse um, <laughs> in House of Dragons. And uh, essentially 100 years before the events of the novels of game, uh, you know, of, of the novels. So it's going to be a uh, young, naive, but cur- courageous knight and his diminutive squire uh, set in an age when the Targaryen line still holds the Iron Throne and the memory of the last dragon has not yet passed from living memories. So... I kind of view this, maybe this is going to be a different take where it's not going to be so deep into like the political aspects, mm-hmm. who's going to marry who, who's sleeping with who. Um, it's going to be more about like, they're just having adventures yeah. in the land, like, which like I have- think opens, it opens up a lot of great story opportunities yeah. to tell, you know, to open up the world, visit other areas and build upon the mythology, which, you know, sometimes when you get like this huge story, there's cool stories that are can also be told. Yeah, like uh this I don't know why this this popped in my head but like kind of like the Kevin Sorbo Hercules kind of style <laughs> of like show. Like it could be yeah, like like a monster or or whatever villain of the week kind of thing could be that. Like that that could be kind of fun if they do that. But I don't know how if they're going to go that like that route. In, in in a way, but like uh yeah, sure. monster of the week or or yeah. you know, hey, we're going on multiple adventures looking for right. bounties. Yeah. Uh you know, the dragons ca- captured a princess. I mean, I don't sure. know how serious the show has to be, but if they do if they go a little like fun lighter. Lighter, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, kinda like The Witcher. You know, The Witcher when it was first started off, there were like yeah. Salem episodes I thought were fun. And yeah. then it got, you know, darker and had to have one connecting story. I'm like, right. eh, mix a little bit of joy in there. Exactly. So why not? It is, th- this oh. world is already kind of uh, dreary as it is. So before, you know, all that stuff happens, maybe the world was a little bit happier. Maybe, maybe, you know, th- maybe it's a good time just to drink, have fun and, you know, kill some monsters or right. some bad guys. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll see how this one goes. Uh, so yeah, 2025. Um, and once again, HBO is always looking or Max is always looking for uh, milking franchises where maybe <laughs> there was no choice before. Yep. So we'll see how this goes. But if it's done well, I will probably watch because I love fantasy and there's not a lot of great fantasy. So I'll take it yeah. where I can get it. Um, also in the world of TV. And uh, this is with Sony. Um, where they own uh, essentially all the Spider-Man characters, yep. and yet they still don't make things with Spider-Man in them. <laughs> no. um, they're looking for that Disney check so they can make another MCU film, apparently. But um, they are developing some TV shows, so maybe this could be where they find their space outside of Spider-Verse, which we like those films really well done. Um, But those take a long time and they're animated. So um, something live action, maybe with different creators could do well. And um, we essentially are going to talk about two different properties. So we have the character Silk, uh, Cindy Moon. She is essentially a newer character in the Spider-Man mythology. She was essentially has spider powers, but she was essentially imprisoned 
and was uh, was captured for years and treated horribly. So she escapes, and this is her story, essentially. My wife is a big fan of her comic, and um, it was going to be run, uh, and it's, it's going to come to Amazon. And apparently everybody from the writer's room has been fired except for the showrunner and Sheila Kane and Kang. Let me ask you this question. And this is even better, Chris. See if this sounds good to you. Uh, Basically the outlet outlet claims the series will now be retooled with more of a male skewing audience in mind. I mean, your main character is female Mm -hmm. and she's younger. So she's probably like 1920, uh, um, how does that work for male skewing? Oh no, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know, Todd. This, <laughs> that sounds like a bad idea. That sounds like a bad idea. But like you know, as long as they make her like a badass, you know, spider person, like I, I could, I could say, like, like the whole point of Reacher, right, is that he's just like a badass. He doesn't care, like, in, but he's also like a truck. So that that's a different yeah. story. But it's murder. But, she wrote with muscles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So now it's just murder. She wrote with spider powers. Maybe that's what there it is. There you go. Maybe that's, Maybe that's all we need. Just yeah. murder. She wrote. Murder. She wrote. Blank. Blank. Yeah. There you go. So maybe I, I, I'm here for that. Remind me. That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> murder. <laughs> she wrote with muscles. <laughs> there you go. But um, I. But the fact that they fired the entire writing room. And then said, let's just start over. That's either that shows that hopefully the showrunner has a bit more confidence in what they want to do. And uh, hopefully they've read a maybe a, a silk comic or two to get ideas about what the show is about or, or at least what the character is. Um, so, yeah, that, that, hopefully that, that that's uh, that's where that's where we're going. In a positive well, direction. until we hear who the, the writers are, and we then find out if it's actually the writers of Madam Web, maybe we'll take this. <laughs> oh, no. God, no. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, the curse. Yeah, yeah it's the oh, monkey paw. Yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll see what it is. But yeah, they're two of their biggest hits on Amazon are Reacher and The Boys. And yeah. we do know that The Boys, they do kind of handle their female characters pretty well. They're empowered, yeah. strong, which I especially uh, Gen V, I thought did a great job with those characters. So maybe Amazon typically has pretty quite high quality shows when I've watched them. Yeah. So maybe there's some more like direction that they can be involved because they they have to show that. Fingers I mean, crossed. They're like, we got to put this on the air and, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so that is the first one. So hopefully something good happens with that. But then... We have another show that I knew was happening, but I didn't know much about it. And that is Spider-Man Noir. So Spider-Man Noir was part of the Spider-Verse in the comics, was created basically looks like a 1930s, you know, um, basically Spider-Man who's like a gumshoe. Very cool. He was in the Spider-Verse film, voiced by Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Apparently there's some synergy there because now they're talking about he's he's in serious talk to actually play the live action version of spider-man noir wow hey i feel like i feel like he's always up for something he's like he's like yeah you know what you're doing something with with the character i've done already i'm cool i'm i'm in like he wants to do it and he's like it'd be fun i I, i'd be i'd be really curious how they incorporate nick into this if he actually is going to be putting on the suit and doing it or you know um or he just does a voice like uh, you know this article 
mentions, he's maybe he just kind of voices the character. Maybe unlike uh-huh. Halo, he'll never take off his mask. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. He can just be, he'll have his mask on all the time, but he'll always be like shirtless and pamless, though. Yeah. He'll do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> like the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> never take my helmet off. But you can see everything else. It's here for you, baby. <laughs> and and Nicholas Cage is like, well, I've got to be the body double, right. but my right. face. I don't need my face on there. You just need my body. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you seen him in Ghost Rider? That guy was jacked in Ghost Rider. I was like, whoa. Ghost Rider was like a long time ago. I mean, it was. But he's, got, he's, got, he's got funds to give himself some uh, personal training. Peck implants. Yeah. Peck implants and, you know, okay. all that stuff. So. You know what? Uh, you know what? Nick Nick Cage. He's he's not bigger. He doesn't think he's bigger than the material. So you know what? Right. Kudos to Nick. And yeah. he's not bigger than taking a paycheck from yeah. whoever will offer it to him. <laughs> exactly. So, well, we'll see how this goes because both of these are interesting. And you know what? Back in the MCU days, did anybody really know who Iron Man was? Did anybody know who the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. were? Did they think Thor could be pulled off? So maybe they're they're finding their way after the the disaster that madame Wobb was maybe they can figure out maybe better creators yeah and do these in tv maybe tv is where they really should be putting their efforts races versus the big screen there you go yeah, let, well we will the, see uh, that the folks at uh tim lord and all that stuff manage the movie oh, stuff and- that would be so fantastic yeah there you go. get them in lord and miller get them in there let them be in charge and then pick the directors and then uh let's see how it works yeah um Lastly, we have a comic book story, and um, we don't always talk about comic book stories because because there's always something changing in comic books. There's so many, and it's like, well, what's changing this week? It's it's never-ending. But this one was interesting because we've had a lot of heritage characters that have essentially have, like, you don't hear about them anymore. They they essentially um, are kind of languishing. The IPs, no one's doing anything with it and, uh, can come back in comic books. We've seen GI Joe, the most recent runs on GI Joe, uh, Duke, uh, transformers, the comic books are really becoming popular because they're really giving it the, the creative energy it needs to be successful. So we're getting, um, a space ghost comic. So if anybody doesn't know who space ghost is, he was a comic, he was a cartoon character designed by, and, uh, Oh God! I really can't say. Barbarica, uh, or well, he was, but he was he was designed by a, a comic book creator, uh, uh, Toth. Alex Toth was his name. He designed a lot of iconic looking characters like Thundar the Barbarian, and yeah. Uh. So when he did that, but then the comic was essentially the cartoon was then done by Hanna Barbera, so it was goofy, silly. <laughs> And not the best in the world. But Space Ghost was always an iconic looking character. He looked cooler than anything else to do with them. So he, you know, I think the last time we saw Space Ghost was in Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which people are like, that was almost 20 years ago now, Todd. So yeah, great show. Very funny, but basically a, just a comedic riff on Space Ghost. If he became a night show host and it was great. Um, But we are getting a comic book version of um, Space Ghost now where they're basically taking a, almost a ground-up approach where, hey, nobody knows about him, nobody really cares about him now, so we're actually going to tra- take him seriously and give him a cool origin, give him great artwork, and tell a cool story. So we are getting that in May. Um, David Propose and Jonathan Lau, uh, and then covers being designed by Francesco Matina, Jay Lee, who I love, and Bjorn Berenz and Michael Cho. Um, and WB owns the character and they also own DC, but this is not by DC. This is by dynamite who does a lot of, uh, 
uh, IPs and properties okay. other people own. They're also doing Flintstones, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Quest, Wizard of Oz, and We Bear Bears as well. Um, and essentially, we've got some covers here that some are going to show like more of the retro look. Some are more realistic, almost like an Alex Ross version of the cover. But um, uh, it's basically uh, they're going to retell the stories with the space monkey blip, uh, the two kids, the space teens that go on adventures with them. And uh, this wow. could be pretty cool. It'll be fun. I mean, I just because the 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 character design is so simple. Like when you look at the like the Alex Ross looking one, it looks kind of ridiculous because it's just like one white bodysuit. It's like all right, well, and he's just like, well, at least he's got a belt on to break it up. This is true. He does have a belt. You know, people but, say the underpants matter, like those trunks matter. They do. They really yeah, do. They really do. It just looks kind of odd. Um, but yeah, like I, I I'm kind of curious, like how serious will this show or will this show will this comic go? Will it still have kind of like a the campiness to feel? I mean, I mean, you know, that's uh, that, that's what I'm, I'm really curious about. So, yeah, we'll see if they bring in like uh, all of the the, the 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 characters you saw on Space Ghost, like Zorak and, and Moltar mm-hmm. and those guys, and then maybe bring in some of like the Herculoids, which is a weird old comic yeah. series as well, or com- a cartoon series as well. Um, we'll see what happens. So may. Uh, check it out. Hopefully, maybe it'll come to Comixology slash Kingdle, and I'll actually get to read it for free and see if they uh, did a good job renovating Space Ghost. All right. So that is it for the news this week. Thank you, Madam Webb, for bringing us these news bits. Um, Chris will keep thinking of a new alternate ego for you, and maybe <laughs> we'll have one for you by next week. So now, Chris, it's time for our time at the geek easy but before we do that it's time to check out an ad that keeps our lights on hey secret friends unite let me tell you about zencaster we use them for our show and now they're supporting us zencaster is now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy it's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution provides high quality audio and video podcast production and hosting with a full suite of professional tools podcasters can seamlessly record produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. And we chose Zencaster because of the ease of use, uh, high-quality output, and we it makes it super easy for our guests to come on. Uh, we had multiple solutions we tried before, and Zencaster has just been the best fit for us. Why Zencaster? It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sounds and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. So if you're interested in making an easy, high-quality podcast just with the click of a browser button, Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code SFU1. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now back to the show. 
Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting in the Geek Easy cover band's playing. Drinks are poured, and we are ready to get our nerd on. So, Chris, what you got for us this week? Well, I just finished up a series that um, I'm kind of well. You know, I'm I'm glad it's over because I, if they left, uh, I'm glad they they were able to finish it as opposed to like kind of leaving it in the ether. And that was Pantheon. It was an Amazon. Well, it was on Amazon. It was on Amazon, but like Amazon New Zealand and Australia. So use your oh, VPN. Okay. Or you know, NordVPN. If you want to sponsor this episode, or not, or not. But anyway, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, it's only two seasons, two seasons. And um, William Hurt plays basically like a Steve Jobs kind of uh, CEO, and uh, and the idea is that you are they're they're talking about uploaded intelligence. So the idea of taking your your conscience and uploading it to the internet, so you could live forever. And the consequences, the ramifications of that, and like you know, it, it's got a, a bit of a personal, more personal story because the one of the main characters in it is a girl who her father worked on this particular project, but he also had some sort of terminal disease. Some sort, I believe, it's a cancer or some sort, and he dies, and then she kind of, uh, you know, kind of they're going through the motions of like the loss of him, and then finds out that. He was actually uploaded to this uh, to the internet, and now he's like reaching out to her and saying, like, you know, trying to trying to start this relationship up. And she's like, "What happened? Like, how did this happen?" And so there's that whole mystery of of that going on. Um, really interesting concept, and it, I think the animation team behind it was the same animation team from. Um, oh man, I just uh, Venture Brothers and stuff like that. It's the same animation. Studio. Okay, but it looks similar to like Invincible. If I, um, in that, in that, in the art style. So I don't know why I I thought, so I initially thought it was a, it was a, by that same studio, but it is not, uh, uh, Titmouse, I believe is the animation studio. So, um, yeah, good. Uh, it was a fairly quick, not, not many episodes there, but, um, I would recommend if you can, if you're able to grab a VPN or or whatever (laughs) of it and, and check it out, but it is, uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's a cool show. And makes you it, it makes you really think about like that whole idea because you know there's conversations about is this are you still a human if you're yeah you know if your body is that you you don't have a body anymore you don't you don't die anymore so it's like what what happens so all that all that kind of questions like that are are posed throughout the show. Um, How so. did you find this? Because I've never heard of it. I I don't know. I was um you know I think I was like going through like some one of those YouTube videos of like a invincible breakdown. And then like, I just think I read someone saw a comment um, below and someone's like, Oh, you know, it makes me want to uh, like check out Pantheon again. I was like, what the heck is Pantheon? And so I just kind of looked it up because again, like the art style is very similar. So I was like, Oh, it's by the same studio or whatever. And, and yeah, I just watched the trailer. And I was like, okay, I'm in. And, uh, and then, yeah, I'm, I've been <clears throat> also just, uh, going through Halo season two, it does seem a little bit better, but he does still stay out of the suit quite a lot. So, um, uh, we are, we're, we're on a, uh, on a discord together that, uh, everyone seems to be super excited about this most recent episode. And yeah, it was definitely, uh, an interesting so, episode. 
I'm on three. I, I just finished three. Yeah. So I have not watched the most recent episode, yeah. mm-hmm. but I have a feeling what it's going to cover. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's so funny because I remember the group, everybody was saying, uh, that first 20 minutes of episode one of the season. Yeah. I was like, oh, if it's more of that, I am all in. And I'm like, I feel like, nope, that was about it. So that's all you got at <laughs> that style of that. And then it went back to, yeah. oh, is Chief going insane? Do you trust right. him? There's this right. new antagonist, which you yeah. can't trust. And then um, then we're back to Quan and, and Soren yeah. and, and, and that stuff, the side stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, there's been very little actual action that you think mm-hmm. of Halo. Yeah. So it's for since you watched it. And yeah. I'm just going to do you. Is it redeemed with more action? I know he's not he's not really being chief. He's being John more than chief. Yeah, there's definitely more action in it. But again, and then like they say something in in this episode. Like, oh, my God. Why did they do that? I was so annoyed about it. But again, like the, the I know it's supposed to be like a different version of the story. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, fine. I think is what they called it. Oh, yeah. is that? Okay. Right. Yeah. Silver team. Um, so. But I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, so, and I, I believe I, I understood in the video game, Halo Re- like Reach, there's some stuff that happens there. And I'm like, well, was he part of that as well? It, it's, it's, it's all this stuff that happens. You're like, okay, I guess um, it works, but uh, it's good. Like, I mean, it, it is definitely more action oriented than the other three. I'll say it like that. Yeah. But got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine so far. I wonder if it's a budgetary thing. It, I, it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, because I feel like when they, they have done those action sequences, I'm like, this is pretty cool. I know, yeah. you know, hey, I forgive it for certain things, but I, I just feel like, um, and, and, and Charlie doesn't play games, so yeah. he has said he enjoys it. So okay. maybe it's just the people that are the fans care and anybody else going into it's yeah like, oh it's an interesting story uh-huh. and um yeah we're getting to know this hero and he's kind of like a almost like a war vet and yeah. the, the 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 ptsd you know of soldiers totally get it um mm-hmm. it's just a challenge that it's like then some people said hey why does it even need to be about master chief should it be something else so i don't mm-hmm. know yeah yeah i don't know either it's 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 fine oh there's another kind of i'm sure you'll i'm sure you'll find it there's like a little easter egg in in near the end of the episode you're like oh okay Okay. it's kind of like whatever (laughs) but uh again it was like a lot of it was like uh it was just kind of like uh, all right well yeah i guess you did it this is the thing so get just (laughs) finish the season i don't know finish the fight finish the season (laughs) so i don't know but it's been okay. It's been okay. Um, Got it. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I've been, I, I do need to finish up the Witcher season three because oh. I, I kind of finished at the halfway point or whatever. I need to get back into that. So, you know, the last, Henry I, I, Cavill- I liked, I liked, I liked the last season. But yeah. Yes. It did not leave me with a feeling of like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Quite yeah. Honestly. yeah. Now that we know what we know, <laughs> uh, I wish we almost didn't know that yeah. it was going to change and it just happened and nobody said anything. And it's like, oh, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it for what it is. I, I'm not one of the people like, oh, my God, I can't. I, I like yeah. it for what it is. Like I said, yeah. it's pretty decent fantasy. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's pretty right. decent fantasy. Right. Um, 
I was going to say, though, on the Pantheon, you talked about the uploading and things like that. Yeah. Uh, have you watched Upload on Amazon? I have not. I do need to watch that. Oh, I heard it's Because it's such a more comedic take, but it covers a lot of these issues. But I yeah. enjoy it quite a bit. And it's okay. got one of the funniest peeing jokes in the world. Oh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> if you're looking for that. <laughs> I need to find a good pee joke, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very cute, very very funny, almost like a um the bad pl- or the good place kind of. A okay, feel. okay, cool. Check it out. Well, very cool. Well, I'm only going to be talking about two shows where I watched the first episodes. Okay, so take this with a grain of salt. You have obviously yep. seen the other one, so I'll talk about the first one, which is Avatar: the Last Airbender, episode one on Netflix. This is the live action series. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Avatar: the Last Airbender was a Nickelodeon series, well regarded, well loved. One of my favorite stories of all time really absolutely okay. love it yes um and then there was a movie that was did not do the series justice by m night Shyamalan, um yeah. which is i guess see it if you're really morbidly curious but it's not very good <laughs> yeah. um so live action and then there was the book of cora which is uh i i this is my moment of shame i have not watched legend it. or watch one episode legend, legend of cora, of cora. Yeah, okay. sorry legend of cora yeah sorry they have book books of in them, but yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I really, really need to uh, because I just like the team. I like the story. Uh, so yeah. I've only watched the first episode, but need to get into that. And that's essentially a sequel to Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, okay. um, but uh, this series, uh, people were nervous uh, because the creator's not involved in this. Um, and this is live action again. Oh. Although I would say when I saw, you know, Netflix has really gotten into these adaptations. And I say more yeah. of them are good than bad. Yeah. Um, I really liked the one piece that I saw. I didn't get to see all of it, That's but fun. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Um, I've enjoyed The Witcher. Um, there's been some others as well. And they're going to be doing more. So yeah. I uh, and I've really liked the Umbrella uh, Academy. Academy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think they do a fairly good job at uh, putting things in people. They've got money. They, they spend it. So uh, I'll give them credit for that. Um, this is good. I, I really enjoy okay. it. The cast is really sold me because yeah. they really, it's a lot of unknowns, which is great. So you don't mm. feel like, Oh, it's he or she or them. Yeah. Um, and it captures, I think what you'll see for, which <laughs> I think the, the movie didn't was a sense of humor. The series has heart humor and consequences, joy, action, consequence. Uh, this feels like it will. Uh, the opening made when I saw what they did in the opening, I'm like, okay, this makes me very happy because it really introduced one of the things I love about the show is utilizing the airbending into almost martial arts, nice tying them together, using the yeah. powers together where it works really well. And there's a great opening sequence between a um, earthbender and airbenders or earth, yeah. uh, firebenders. And it's really, really cool. Um, there's one character that will stand out if you know him. And that is the dad from Kim's convenience. Also, uh, also in um, uh, he was in the Mandalorian as one of the tie fighter, yes. uh, yep. wing fighter. Ex- pilots. So yep. he's in it. Paul, uh, I'm trying to blank Paul, Blank Blank name. but he plays uncle <laughs> <laughs> he plays uncle Eero, um and one of my favorite characters on the show and perfect yep. casting for that uh kind of a comedic relief but also a, a i would say he's almost the heart of the series which is great um so yeah i really like it um i've only watched the first episode the whole season dropped so i just watched it this morning so i will watch the rest of it but if you've never watched airbender i would say check this out it's probably not going to be as good as the the the, the animation but mm. 
you know, maybe this gets you into the animation. That's all I'd yeah. ask. Yeah. And, and, were and, those, and Chris, you have young kids. I do. This is the perfect age for them to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious because I didn't have them. I didn't get them to into One Piece. I I, I love the anime One Piece, but mm-hmm. it's it's just a lot to kind of yeah. catch up on. Um, yeah. and 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 funny enough, uh, actually, Tom, my co-host on my show, he's actually enjoying this uh, show as well, and he's he was a big Avatar fan. So okay, and that, that and he's 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 watched at least I think three or four of the episodes, and he says it's 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 hitting the tones, hitting the marks yes. about the 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 animated animated show. So, and and the one thing that he also brought up was the fact that you know it's you've got a whole season like season one, for example, of the first uh, of the animated show. Yep. It's a lot of episodes, a lot of content to go through, and for them to try to break for them to break that into a, a two and a half hour movie or whatever however long the movie was that's rough like yeah, essentially that's, the whole thing <laughs> yeah a whole a four se- yeah four seasons into one three hour movie that's was i mean like, come on that's i don't know yeah. why they thought that was a good idea but um that's so what yeah they used like, to do right i mean there wasn't a lot of great adaptations of no. things but so. like what that game that movie came out in what 2010 ish or whatever uh, yeah because well the series was uh the, the animation was from 2005 to 2008 yep uh the movie I don't know if it have that has the movie and the, and the, and the original series was only three seasons yeah and a uh, 61 episode so like 20 per that's still um, a lot of content to... it is it is especially when every episode had something good in it. Right? Yeah. And people will probably be mad that like, oh, my favorite story beat isn't in right, this. Right. Right. And it's not meant to. No. And like it's uh, it's it's that was a very like but but you had like the Harry Potters, you had the uh Lord of the Rings yes. and stuff like that. So you could have broken it up. And I don't know why they thought it was a good idea to try to compress everything into one movie. Like you're yeah. 2010 you're, you're, was when it came out. Yeah, so you're losing money by doing it too, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yes, you had to put out the money for the potential sequels, but like, you know, come on, be a little smarter, guys. Exactly, and they 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 struggle with their casting too. They 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 essentially whitewash a lot of characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. This I feel like the 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 the, the casting is spot on, and uh, I'm optimistic to see where this goes. And Appa looks great. I mean, a, a, nice. a, a flying bison, yeah, sky bison. He looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for um, a few of the other characters to show up. And when Toss shows up, the, the, the Earthbender, it's on like Donkey Kong. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Very good. Um, True Detective. Uh, I have not watched any seasons. I, Chris and I were talking about this earlier. Like, you know, there's questions about the quality of the seasons of two right. and three. One is regarded as fantastic. Uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey in that. And then uh, we've had various stars in this pre the, the the next two, and then I don't even know if this was that we knew this was series was going to happen until recently. Yeah, but season three or four is out by a different showrunner, and uh, and so I I can't tell you about the other seasons and how this one compares. All I can say is I watched the first episode of season four, um, and it's Jodie Foster set in Alaska. There is a crime. Oh, well, kind of a missing person's crime is the best way to put it. Yeah. And it's a mix of 
a little bit of supernatural, a little um, um, American native. Um, trying to think of the right term. It's not the one term. Um, it's not Native American. It's uh, oh. the Native oh, people I of mean, Alaska. Natives? Yeah, hey, I don't know. Was... Native Alaskans, uh, maybe yeah, is the best sure. way to put it. Yeah. Um, it's got some mysticism or, or beliefs of the people there too, blended in. So I'm intrigued because this show is moody. It's got great introduction. You know, uh, uh, that Billie Eilish song that enters. The, 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 mm-hmm. the, I love that song. It sets a tone for it. Yeah. And the the conversations the characters have just feel very natural and a little bit off. The people in Alaska are a little bit goofy. And it's this is we're getting into the time of dark for, you know, a period of time. So yeah. the one character says people are already starting to get weird and it's only day three of, you know, the dark season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, have you finished this, Chris? I have. I've finished this. Uh, anthology. Yeah, this season. And uh, it's it was good. Um, but I, I will say, be prepared to be a little disappointed in that ending. I bought, like, you know, I thought Jodie Foster was fantastic throughout the entire, um, season. Um, uh, I, I mean, everyone, everyone, I think did a strong, did a good job with the, with it. I heard though, that this story was actually called night country and then they, Oh, they repurposed it. it. They repurposed it. it. Yeah. To be a uh, true detectives novel. So that our true detective uh, show. So, um, so they had to like tie it back to some of the stuff that happened in season one. So, I mean, but again, I think, I think it did well. So, so based on, have you watched the other true detective seasons? Yeah. I watched season one, season two. I didn't watch season three yet. So, um, but season one was, was good. And, yeah, like this one, this is probably, this is, as of right now, it is like you watch season one, season four is good. I need to, uh, season three to be determined and don't watch season two. So that was, <laughs> that was basically that. Do, do, is there anything that you would feel like uh, links these seasons there, together or is it just there a is, yeah, there is detective series? Okay. There is some stuff okay. that, but again, like, I don't know if they like kind of like, like threw it in there near the end or whatever, or, or not, not near the end, but I mean, like they threw it in there to give you that kind of callback to season one, but you know, it's, it's fine. Um, it, but yeah, I, I, like, like, like I mean, like I mentioned before, I think it was a good, like, it's been a while since I've watched like a good kind of whodunit show. Uh, yeah. So I was, uh, I was happy to. Check this out. Yeah, I'm enjoying episode one. Um, I'm I'm into it because there's some elements I really dig, like yeah. the atmosphere. So um, I'm definitely watching. It. It's only six episodes long too, which only I think episodes. is perfect. You know, yeah. there's probably not a lot of you know fat on the bone, which is great. You know, they <laughs> they tell the stories they want to. They don't yep. drag on too long, and uh, or maybe I'll disagree and say, oh, it should only have been three. I'll find out and report <laughs> yeah. back. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> to know what you think about the whole show. Okay. So. Well, very, very cool. Uh, well, thank you for everyone who talked about the show that got me to finally get around to watching it. Um, I always say I'll watch it later and end up, you know, surfing the web or something. Like stupid. <laughs> so I, I had some quality TV watching time today when I was nice. waiting for my wife as she did. Uh, she met with a group this morning. So nice. very, very good. Well, that is it for the Geek Easy. If you have any recommendations for us, to, you know, things to check out, watch, read, whatever, let us know. But with that, it's time to leave. 
Uh, we'll leave a tip, even though we the service wasn't great, but that's okay. Totally understand what people are going through in this economy. So we're going to leave a tip, and then we're going to move on, take a trip on a big jet. We're going to go to the <laughs> the place where the mutants won. <laughs> ah, let me try that again. I will edit that out. Okay. Now it's time to get on a jet, and we're going to move on to the Savage Land and check in with the Thunderdome. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome! Thank you, Tina. The mutants been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, Chris and I are doing the IMDB plot keywords game. Folks, this is pretty simple. You put in a name of a movie, and then you also search IMDb plot keywords, and it gives you a list of maybe anywhere from uh, 50 to 100 keywords based on the plot of a movie, and they can either be relevant or vague, and we will say these plot keywords, and the other person tries to guess what the movie is based on the plot keywords. There's no penalty for guessing the movie along the way. Um, but there's going to probably be a mercy rule that we eventually have to let the person <laughs> give up. <laughs> so this doesn't go on for days or we actually then say what the actual movie is based on a really, really general keyword. So with that, Chris, would you like to guess or read the plot keywords? Um, ooh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll guess. I'll guess. Okay, you're going to guess. Okay, so I'll kick this off. And then the topic this week is superhero movies based on a comic book. So uh, we had to narrow it down just because it would be too vague to start riffing these off because you could go anywhere from like a Stallone film to a Oscar winner. Um, But they could be (laughs) both. Um, So here we go, folks. So I'm going to start saying off these plot keywords now. And Chris will guess the movie. Maybe. Here we go. Villain. Tough guy, hero, good man, good woman, character name is title, murder of a police officer, billboard, (laughs) surrealism, (laughs) restaurant, (laughs) love interest, atomic bomb, revolver, psychotronic film. Guilty pleasure. City. Bomb. Invisibility. New York City. (laughs) You're going to love this one. Hairy chest. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, Silver dress. Father-daughter relationship. Taxi. 1930s. Mm. Mafia? Monk. <laughs> Exploding car. <laughs> um Crime Fighter. Anti hero. Mm. Like the spirit? Uh murder. <laughs> Mind control. Uh Supernatural gentleman? Tibet? Tibet? Dr. Strange? Identity? (laughs) Um, Let's see if I get a little uh, reference to Genghis Khan. Um, My God. Genghis Khan? 
Let me keep looking here. Your movie is a Genghis Khan. These are let's talking about like Kingsman. No. Um. Let's see. Let's see what else. Bad guy turns good. Based on a pulp magazine. Man, I am drawing a film. Blank. Extrasensory perception, ghost. It can't be the Phantom. Um, ghost, neo noir, Sin City. Uh no. Oh my god. Um, socialite, super so speed. Be- the. F- what? Super supernatural power. Super speed, supernatural power. Telepathy? What? What kind of like it's got like every superpower here? <laughs> Television? <laughs> Temple? Um Man. Scientist? Wait, wait, what? Ring? Um radio? I don't know. I am. I am totally. Okay. Any totally last up. guesses? I mean, like Tintin? No, can't be Tintin. Okay. Okay. Do you give up? Yes, I do give up. Okay. The movie in question was 1994's "The Shadow" with Alec Baldwin. Oh my! I said the spirit. I'm. Uh, <laughs> Oh, is that what you meant? Yeah. Because okay. oh there was my. the spirit movie, which I never watched. Yeah. Um, yeah. So The Shadow. Yeah. I remember seeing this film. I don't remember much about it, but he changed his appearance and he had like the ability to like cloud men's minds. And, yeah. But other than that, I mean, apparently Genghis Khan was in this. So I don't remember much about it, to be honest. And then what was the uh, dark man was the other one, right? That was, yeah, uh, that was modern. Sam Raimi did that, right? but there was yeah. a comic book that movie that came out of it, but it, or a comic book that came out of it, but it actually was original creation. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. I, 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 you know, the only, I mean, I pricked every, almost every one except for, let's see, it was right on the nose reference to the shadow. And, <laughs> The movie is called The Shadow. The Shadow. <laughs> so, yeah. so essentially, I re- I just didn't have a lot of great movie things. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't titles spoken by character. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Sorry, folks. If anybody got that, oh, let us know. Though. But we can't prove Thanks. it. Uh, but you know, um, yeah. So check out The Shadow. Right. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Thank All you. right, Chris. I put you through pain, so now you get to return the favor. Yeah. All right. Um, here we go. Um, this, this I I'm. You might you might get this like very quickly, but let's see. Here we go. Um, man, uh, dystopia. Oh man, that's 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 really helpful. Um, family affairs. Passionate kissing. <laughs> um, half sister in love with half brother. 
Oh, I think I might know this one. Is this the crow? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We saw that a couple of years ago. I remember that. That was an odd choice. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do here? But um, and and funny enough, actually, what's his name? Um, uh, Skarsgård is supposed to be. Playing him oh, in a that's reboot. right. Playing him. That's right. I, this is one of those movies that people are like, will this ever happen? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's apparently wow. wrapped. They apparently wrapped in filming. All right. Well, there you go. I mean, well, I hope you had fun, Chris. I, I mean, did, I did. I'm, I'm, I'm still flabbergasted that I missed that name. I was like, I could see the name. I could see it. And like the, him going like this with this this cape and everything i'm like uh whatever messed that up don't worry alec baldwin probably doesn't even remember he was in the movie <laughs> <laughs> well right. very good well hopefully everybody had a good time with this game you can play it at home i don't own the rights go to imdb and quiz your friends especially if you're bored at a dinner table do it it's fun yeah. um with that Chris, thank you for joining us. Tell people where they can find you around the interwebs. Oh, man. Um, I will sometimes sprinkle some stuff on on Twitter at TC1H1D. That's my handle there. Uh, we have a link tree for all of our uh, – where where we're all at, at uh, link. What is it? Link? Link.treee. I don't know. what the, Link tree yeah, slash like that. TC1H1D. Uh, all, our, our, all our socials and stuff like that are there. And um, yeah, and and Discord, I'm I'm there as well. Wherever that may be, but uh, um, yeah, I'm uh, I I appreciate you having me on again, and uh, you know, talking talking geeky stuff. So absolutely, it's always a pleasure talking with you, Chris. We have a good time. Uh, Chris is very active on uh, many Discords across the the way. Uh, has a great uh, journal you can buy. Uh, through his website that you can document your gaming, uh, which is a throwback to the way it used to be, which is documenting, drawing maps, or whatever you choose to do. So please support the team. It's a great Xbox podcast where he and his co-host uh, basically check out one game for one hour and make a decision based on Game Pass, uh, the, I guess, recommendation, right? You do a random game yeah. generator. Game ran- randomly, or we'll get people to suggest a game for us, and we'll check them out. If we haven't played it, podcast is only typically 20 minutes or so. So you don't actually have to listen to it for an hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Unless it is an hour, then please do. Right. Yeah. Well, not always, but yeah. Yeah. Well, very, very good. Well, thank you, Chris, again. This is a pleasure. Always love having you on, and hopefully I'll have you back on in the, in the future. And with that, folks, uh, you can reach me, Todd Oxtra, um, everywhere around the web, specifically on threads at Toxtra. Secret Friends Unite is also there at Secret Friends Unite, which is nice. Thanks, Threads, for letting us use the whole name. And on Twitter, at Secret Friends U and at T-Oxtra. Check out our Discord, check out our website, check out our YouTube channel, and check out our Patreon. But with that, we'll say thank you, Chris, for joining us. And remember, folks, be the hero, not the villain. Catchphrase. 
This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.